Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez and my friend and return guest, Giuseppe Gramatico. Giuseppe, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Henry. I appreciate it. Look, look, I look forward to these chats. It's uh, I always learn something new. Yeah, so do I. So do I. It's a great <laughs> conversation. We're, good. we're going to focus on what we're entitling franchise side hustle. So as we'll explain, we're going to chat and discover how, as Giuseppe explains it very well, how you can create a safety net for your job by investing in a side hustle franchise, an actual franchise that, that supports and allows you to keep your job. So whether you're concerned about potentially losing your job, perhaps in the future, or not having enough safer retirement, let's learn more about how um, you can have other uh, investments, other revenue streams through a side hustle, a side hustle franchise, and still keep your day job, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's doable. And Thanks to your questions, and that's how we—that's why we created the show for today because uh, I get that question uh, quite often. Absolutely, so do I. So, to receive more information about the How of Business, including the show notes page for this episode, just visit thehowofbusiness.com. So, let me tell you: for those of you who have not had a chance to listen to Giuseppe's previous appearances on the How of Business, let's let me give you a quick background on him, and then you can always go back to the previous episodes if you want to learn about his very interesting and inspiring journey to how he got to where he is today. But Giuseppe, Giuseppe Gramatico is a franchising advisor who has owned several master franchise licenses himself and has enjoyed a successful franchising career, guiding over 200 individuals through business ownership, many for the first time. In addition to two decades in franchising, he has also over 20 years in sales, marketing, and management experience. He has assisted over a 1,000 individuals and businesses with their investment and achieved over a billion dollars in sales. He's the author, we're going to refer back to it, he's the author of a great book entitled Franchise Freedom, A New Manifesto for Your Financial and Time Freedom. And that, that financial freedom is a key one here. You know, again, as I mentioned, for myself included, having transitioned from the corporate world, those are the things that we're looking for is how do we ensure our financial freedom. And he's also the host of his own podcast, and his podcast is called the Franchise Freedom Podcast. So as I said, Giuseppe is a frequent guest on this podcast, and he's one of my trusted partners. He is my only partner for franchise consulting. And so he's my exclusive partner in that category. And you can find his previous appearances. If you just go to thehowabusiness.com, click on the podcast menu link, and then go to the archives, there's a grouping of episodes just on franchises. And that's where you'll find his multiple previous experiences, excuse me, multiple previous appearances. All of that said, Giuseppe Gramatico, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you, Henry. Looking forward to this. I uh, always looking uh, look forward to chatting. So, absolutely. Um, so let let's get started with it. In your experience, helping so many people invest in franchises, what are some of those key challenges that that employees are often facing as it relates to you know as they're looking at their financial future? What what are some of those things you talk to these people all the time? What are some of those challenges that people are facing? Yeah, the, the number one challenge is uh, you know, I have a steady income and by owning a business, not only am I investing savings, 
but I will not have that steady income initially until that business gets up and running and, and, and eventually profitable. So people want the change. They, they may want to get out of their job, but they just have that fear and they don't know what to do. They feel like they don't have options when it comes to uh, to cash flow, to money, how they're going to pay their rent or mortgage the following month. Uh, yeah, so I mean, big... you and I have seen it, right? The reality is that nobody, this isn't news to anybody. The, the days of employment for life are long gone, right? Absolutely, right. You know, you, you don't hear, you know, back in the day, you, you would hear people stay with a company their entire career, 40, 50 years, and you just don't see that. Um, people have, I look at resumes all the time and I see 20 jobs and uh, at the age of 40, you know, just bouncing around from company to company, Lots of layoffs, especially in the technology space. So it's uh, it's good to you know protect yourself, right? We have health insurance and life insurance, and you know all these different insurances. But how do you protect your job aside from some unemployment that you may get? You know what are you doing to to really protect yourself in the in the next available uh, uh, the next uh, layoff? Uh, you know you have one revenue stream, which is your W two income. How are you diversifying your income streams? And um, many people don't know this, but a franchise can be run on the side. A franchise can be a side hustle, a side investment while keeping your job until you get to that point where you can maybe leave your W-2 job. So that's the big aha moment and kind of the topic for today, because most people don't realize they can keep their job and, and run a, a, a franchise on the side. I mean, you know, the other thing you you talk about a lot, and I see it is often people say, "Okay, I get it. I'm not I'm not delusional in thinking this job's going to be here forever." However, it does pay me very well now. I enjoy it. Perhaps I'm at the peak of my earning uh, potential. I have benefits, and I'm not quite ready to let that go. And I think that people think it's one or the other. What we're proposing and sharing with here is that you could have both. Absolutely, yeah. You you know. You may go and things change, right? Life, sometimes you plan things out and, and you need to grab that, you know, your, your pencil and that eraser and, and, and make some changes. And same thing with putting together a plan. There are individuals I have personally worked with that decided that uh, their job wasn't the end all be all. They really wanted to transition to business ownership. And several years later, the job is is, is doing uh, well. Maybe since COVID, they're able to now travel less and, and work from home. Um, have this side business and they decided to keep both. So mm -hmm. it's not about having to leave your job. Some people love their jobs and they get the benefits and, and, and everything else from the, from the company they work for. So that side business could be something you transition to. It could just be side income. It could be that safety net in the event the industry falls apart and uh, you know, everyone's talking about AI and AI changing things. So it's good to have that safety net and the option, you know, options are great. And it's, it's great to have options to, to transition at some point, uh, but not mandatory. Some people I know just keep the side hustle. They're content with it. And, and they have a general manager running the day-to-day um, you know, from, from the very beginning until the end. So absolutely. You might, you might even decide later to sell that business, right? You never right. have any intentions of running it full time. There's lots of options. Options is the key word there. And I've always thought that that was so important. All right. So you've touched on it, some of the components of it, but let's define what we mean by a franchise side hustle. G give me a little bit more. You touched on it. I, got, I can keep my corporate job and do this on the side. De let's define that what we're talking about when we say side hustle. Yeah, side hustle really means that you know you're not spending your full time. So if you're spending forty hours a week, 
at your job, you're not expected to really put in 40 hours a week uh, in this side hustle, in this business. So a lot of franchises, and I'm going to state this, I've been doing this for a while, will state, yes, our business can be run semi-absentee. So I always come back and say, how? <laughs> Just like that, that three-letter word with a question mark makes a huge difference. Explain to me exactly you know, what, what is making this business a side hustle? And some key components to a side hustle are, especially when you're talking about franchises, is that, you know, what, you know, what are we looking at support wise? So in many cases, a lot of these, um, these uh, franchises that support and allow someone to be semi-absentee, we'll have a, you know, a key component is turnkey marketing. They'll handle the marketing strategy, the online marketing for you. They'll implement that. You'll, you'll be reviewing the strategy and the KPIs and numbers and things like that. But marketing is, a, is definitely a key component, uh, followed by those leads going to a call center, which is usually in-house. So now you have a team of people answering the phones and depending on the, the franchise, maybe upselling for you, scheduling on your behalf, answering questions. What does this all create? You got marketing and you have a call center. What it creates is you may not have the need to have an office because now the home office, the franchisor has these people's uh, these people in place. You don't have to worry about turnover. If someone leaves, or if there's more demand, it's up to the franchisor to pick up and take over. I'm not saying this is all done for fee uh, for free. There's usually right. a, a, a cost to this, whether it's a percentage of revenue or a flat fee. But they're taking this all off your plate. So that those are two main components. The third is. There's usually going to be a general manager, some some key employee involved in the day to day. So you know they'll get into how how do we help you find that general manager, whether they help with the interviewing process or the job listing, and what are the key components? What does that general manager um, have to do day to day? What are their responsibilities in order to allow you to keep your job so that you don't become a bottleneck in the business? What do what do I mean by bottleneck? You don't want to be the, the person to approve every single decision in the business so that you're working your nine to five and now you have to wait and they have to wait until 6 p.m. or later to answer any questions. You want that general manager to be empowered and really follow the system. So when any company or franchise set claims that they're a side hustle, it can be run, you know, ask about the components, what exactly right. uh, is included. And that's that's crucial uh, in order to make this successful. Yeah, no, so it's such huge points. And if you stop and just think about that, Boy, it, it, I'm seeing even people take advantage of franchises that offer that, even when it's not a side hustle. But think about that. that This frees you up from having to go do the sales, the marketing, the scheduling. And, and then the business model supports or should support. You're going to validate that it supports a manager, like you said. So someone's there day to day running the operations. Going back to the point you made originally, I also have always been very suspect of, oh, this absentee manager thing, because you and I have started businesses and we know what it takes to, right. to be in there. Now, I'm not going to be, I'm gonna, not going to let anybody be delusional here. It's going to take some sacrifices to do both things. But these franchises that focus on side hustle, on absentee ownership, have these components in place that make this possible. Now, I'm still going to tell you those first few months, you're going to be, you know, burning the candle at both ends, right? And working on weekends and all of that stuff, or maybe taking some of your vacation time to, to get it started. But once you get it up and running, that's the beauty of these franchises is they will support you in this and they understand 
completely that you are doing this as a side hustle. Correct. And I, and, and to, to your point, you, you nailed it on the head right there. It's, you're still learning, especially if you never own a business. So you're going to training, um, you know, in the perfect situation, you're going to training with your general manager. So there's going to be some travel. There's a learning curve. There's hiring the initial staff. So in the very beginning, it's going to take some extra hours. But once the the team is in place, once you've been trained and understand how the how the system works, that's when it really allows you that extra time. So it may, maybe it's taking a week vacation uh, from your W two job, uh, you know, to go to training and hiring the right people because the right people are going to be key. You're going to be really yeah. relying on these individuals. So, uh, but absolutely, this isn't just turnkey and and everything starts for you and every and you know all the employees magically appear. That there's definitely some um, some sweat equity in the, in the very beginning and some time to be put in. But without the support of a franchise to do this on your own would be dramatically more difficult, right? Absolutely. If you were trying yeah. to build this all on your own as a side hustle, boy, that that's hard. You can can you do it for everyone listening in? Sure, I don't you, I don't know do that. I mean, you could. I think you'd have to have a partner or something. You'd have to have somebody else involved that's going to be there. It would be very difficult here with a franchise for these franchises that that serve this segment. They've got those things in place. They've been doing this. They know how to do this. And so you're, that's what you're buying into. That's what you're investing in. You know, people always say, you know, well, why would I pay a franchise fee and a royalty? Well, you're, you're, you're investing in a business model that's already been developed and proven, and they're going to give you ongoing support. Where, where else would you get that if you go on your own? A absolutely. You know, the one-time franchise fee you're paying for, the trial and error for you know everything that that franchise or the the blood sweat and tears that they put in to mm -hmm. to figure out the business so uh yes you can buy a franchise and be up and running in as little as 30 days if you're creating this from scratch it could be years before figuring out the ideal system the CRM uh the marketing the, the economies of scale you know just oh having gosh. a call center yeah. to have a call center you know they're not maybe reserving one person per office it may be a team of just say five people in the call center that are supporting 20 franchisees taking in calls. So it's, it's really leveraging you know, these systems. And I always, I always like to say this because masterminds, I've just seen masterminds uh, become very popular. A franchise is your essentially a mastermind. You have individuals just say there's a hundred franchisees, a uh, hundred uh, individuals from a hundred maybe different industries and different experience levels all coming together at least once a year to share their ideas um, from you know different perspectives and, and viewpoints. You can uh, essentially share marketing spend, share employee if, if they're a nearby franchisee. It is a huge network and that uh, that really goes a long way uh, in, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. You know, the, you're touching on a key point is one of my and you're for one of the four areas that I look at in a franchise, that network component, you know, being a minority owner in a franchise currently, I know how valuable that is mm -hmm. to be able to reach out beyond the once a year that they might get together. But what ends up happening in a good franchise is, is you develop a relationship with a group of people that are either in your area or that you get to know over time. And that support is invaluable, Giuseppe. To me, that is one of the key benefits of a franchise. When you go it alone, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I I've obviously have done plenty of businesses where I built them from scratch. But the benefit here, going back to the point here of doing this as a side hustle, so you do not have, you're still going to have your full-time job that's going to be demanding of you. You've got your other commitments in life. Right. 
the franchise gives you those net those components, including network, ready ready built. You don't have to go build that or develop that. And these are people that are doing the same thing. They're trying to accomplish the same thing you are. So there's nothing more valuable than a network of other like-minded people going through the similar challenges, having addressed them maybe before you have to be able to lean on each other and learn from each other is invaluable. I, I agree. And and one thing I, I always like to add, when, when you buy a franchise, your interests are in line with the franchisor. You know, when you buy a franchise, the franchisor does not, believe it or not, they don't make a lot of money when you purchase the franchise. No, no. The money in there is in the royalty payment. So That's just right. to be ver- very clear. So the, the better you do, the better the franchisor does. Uh, the fran- franchisor, it's really a partnership, right? You're an extension of the brand. So they want to see you be successful. They want to see you refer friends and family to the brand. They want to see you grow with additional locations and territories. Um, so the interests are absolutely in line. And uh, you know, I, I, I tell that to people all the time. Is there an industry or two that you're seeing uh, where there's more of these opportunities for a side hustle franchise? Yes. So um, we're seeing quite a bit in a space that's really um, seen some some tremendous growth is in the home services space. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us, you know, I've been working for, at home for years, but a lot of people are not going back to the office. I have friends and family that are maybe going in once a month, uh, once a week, and uh, they're working from home. And you start looking around, I'm looking at my home office and it's like, wow, I I need a painting service or I'm using the yard more. I need a mosquito spraying service, uh, what have you. So um, so we're, we're seeing a tremendous growth in that space. And a lot of these brands, these are a little secret that I, that I teach everyone that you know, when we're working together one-on-one is that a lot of these home service businesses, like, as I mentioned, cleaning, painting, uh, there's coding businesses where they're able to restore vinyl siding and kitchen cabinets. These are, believe it or not, marketing engine, marketing mm-hmm. and sales engines yep. that just happen to be in the roofing business. So they can be built. I'm not saying all of them, but many of them are semi-absentee. You hire the general manager and it's it's truly plug and play, turnkey marketing, call centers, and what have you. So uh, the, the home service space has done well. Um, and then another space is, has done well is health and wellness. And health and well, I'm not talking about, you know, your workouts and, and boutique fitness. I'm, I'm talking about mental health. Mm. There are franchises that assist with mental health. Uh, there are franchises for men that deal with low testosterone and, 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 and a few other services. So there's a lot of, um, you know, you know, and, and what they do differently is they, they make it semi-absentee. You work with the professionals in the field, but the, the setting is different. Instead of the, the, the white walls and just very sterile, they make, uh, for example, there's a business that deals with men's health. It's, it, you know, the uh, environment looks like a man cave. It's something different. It's something more inviting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people are open to, wow, you know, I can see more people going to this uh, you know, setting versus going you know, to the doctor if they have the option. So I think uh, health is, uh, you know, we're all placing that priority there and home services is, is here to stay. I just see that oh, yeah. continuing to grow. Absolutely. And the other thing going with the home services, the thing that I love there as well is uh, you could start home-based or a, a uh, yeah. not a retail location. So a lot easier, again, to manage, I think, from a side hustle perspective. Yeah, you can, you can run these businesses from home. The difference between the traditional restaurant where the customer's coming to you, you're going to the customer. So you may have 
a couple employees that are going directly to the customer to paint and clean, repair a roof. Uh, you can run it from home. You lease a few vehicles and your employees, or uh, if it's contractor based, the contractors are using their vehicles, mm -hmm. uh, but everything is stored right on the vehicle. At some point, you know, you, you expand, maybe you have three, four, five technicians in the field. Maybe then you, you, you come back and say, I should have a flex space, a small office, a little warehouse where we have parking spaces. We can store some additional equipment, maybe some inventory. Um, I like that idea down the road because it saves you a ton of money. Yeah. And you can have uh, in-person meetings once a week. Maybe you're yeah, and, that, and, and you have that little bit of that separation also of business Correct. to home life. Yeah. Yes. And you know, everything is digital nowadays. The CRMs you can Absolutely. access on any device. So, uh, you know, so I think, you know, taking advantage, but in the very beginning, my advice always is keep the costs low, right. lease the vehicles, you know, have as little expense or lower the expense as much as possible. And then you scale with the demand, which is great. So you don't need this big upfront um, capital and buying a building or getting a big space. You can just function right out of the, uh, the vehicle. I love that. For those that have been listening to my show for a while, you know, I'm all about niching down and starting as small as possible, minimizing, as Giuseppe said, that capital upfront capital investment. If you can do that, that's always the way to go, in my opinion, especially as a side hustle, right? right. Where you, you want to grow this over time. Uh, you touched on technology, and I wanted to make that point. So I'm glad you brought it up. What I see in these types of franchises, I mean, you're seeing it in all franchises, but these side hustle franchises, the other thing they're doing is they're applying technology extremely well. So you could be on a business trip, but you, you're still going to have access to all of your systems, be able to monitor what's going on, stay in touch with the business. That's the technology that's being applied now. Yeah. And so, and to take that up a notch, there, there are brands that have created dashboards now so you can compare yourself and, mm -hmm. and, and it's not to say, well, you know, pat myself on the back. I'm the number one producer in the brand. It's really to figure out which are the top producing offices, who is doing really well, who has the highest Absolutely. sales, but who has the highest, then there's retention and then there's net income. Who is the most profitable? And, and sometimes franchisees will schedule one-on-ones. Maybe it's just a tweak. Maybe it's a, a compensation package. Like we hear, we hear this all the time, phantom equity, giving your general manager some phantom equity where they don't own the underlying business, but they get a piece essentially of the profit. So it's little things like that. These dashboards, which are linked especially a big powering company that represents multiple brands. You could really compare notes and, uh, and leverage the skill sets and, and what's working with some of these offices. So valuable. Um, I, I think I want to talk about this for a moment because I think it's so powerful. W one of the things that I find challenging for independent business owners or mm -hmm. not, not franchises, it, it's related to the point we were just making about networking you get so isolated. You're out on an island yeah. and you don't have much to compare yourself to. Yeah, there are some industries where there might be an industry association that shares some of that. But when you, like you said, when I can pick up the phone and say, hey, Giuseppe, I know you're, you know, you're knocking it out of the park of retention. What are you doing? Help me out here. And that's what happens in a, in a franchise is people help each other. Uh, that is uh, worth gold. I mean, that is incredibly powerful to have that. And that's what you get as part of a franchise. Yeah. It, it, listen, it, it's it's in everyone's benefit to help one another, right? The mm -hmm. company does better. It grows. There's more more feedback, more exposure out there. So absolutely. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a win win. And it's a it's absolutely a group effort. Okay, you touched on it. So let's use the example of roofing. Do I need to have some experience in roofing to now go into a 
side hustle roofing franchise? Uh, you do not. Uh, most franchises, most, uh, you do not need any experience. What they are looking for, though, is a certain skill set. So that's that's a kind of a shift in thinking. So I don't need any um, uh, roofing experience, but I do need the um, the skill set of you know managing or you know or, or some sales uh, maybe some sales experience if I'm going out on sales calls. But if your role is more to kind of over, oversee the business, it's organizational skills, reviewing the KPIs, some management experience that has nothing to do with roofing. So this could work for multiple home service types of businesses. And that's the beauty that there are very few that require you to be in the industry, right? Um, like in healthcare and certain other businesses. But for the most part, if you have the skill set, that's what the franchisor is focusing on. What is your skill set and core competency? You know, what do you do well? And um, for the franchisee standpoint, what's the average day look like? If it requires networking and going to chamber of commerce events and uh, you uh, cannot uh, have a conversation with someone. You, you, you're very shy. You're very introverted. They may, that may not be the right franchise or the right role for you. So, right. if you shift your way of thinking and saying, "What are what's what's my ideal day and what's the role? What what are what are my strengths?" It goes a long way and it really helps you narrow down the search and finding the right franchise. Yeah. Again, this is what we're investing in in a franchise. They've invented this business model, proven it, support it, train us on it. And as I think you may have mentioned, but I know you've mentioned before, sometimes I find franchises don't want you to have background because they don't want you to bring other habits or, you know, not as pop, pop. They, they want you to follow their system. They figured this out. They know how to do this. So they'll, they'll train you and support you. But the skills that do translate though, Giuseppe, are a lot of those skills that we do develop in the corporate world. Right. How to manage a project, how to how to manage and lead people, how to perhaps maybe how to look at the financials, how to do those kind of managerial things. I found having made the transition from the corporate world to business that I was able to translate a lot of those skills. Absolutely. One hundred percent. You know, you you use the skills. You just become a sponge, learn as much as you can. The great part of entrepreneurship, whether it's a franchise or not, is that you decide on your role. So maybe in the beginning, you're, you're hands-on as I was in my first business. And then I had a, a general manager kind of take over where I was working on the business. We, you know, I, I got to decide if I wanted to expand and go into a, a new territory, a new market, which is what we did. And once you're out of the business, you can, you can kind of take a step back and look and take a, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, that, that bird's eye view of the entire business say, great, we're growing, but we're not as profitable as where we need to be before we start growing into other markets. Let's, let's tighten up our process. Let's, let's look at our uh, pricing. Let's look at our costs. You know, where, where can we cut costs? Where can we, you know, can we maybe increase our, our, our pricing? So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely important. And, and I think everyone eventually gets to that point where they can really work on the business. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun because the, the, you know, the more changes you make and the more you invest in the business, you see that growth. And it's just a, uh, I really enjoy it. I, I don't like having a cap on my right. income every year. I love That's being right. able to make as much as I'd like. So that was one of the big drivers for me, Giuseppe, as you and I have talked about before. I, I just couldn't deal with somebody else determining my value. Right. right. Conversely, on the flip side, it's on it's on me as a business owner. There's nobody saying, hey, you got to do this much in sales this year. So you have to be resourceful. You have to want it bad enough. Uh, as it relates to, am I ready for this? And if mm -hmm. I'm listening, I'm sitting in a corporate job, making good money, perhaps maybe I even enjoy it, 
but I have some of these concerns that we we shared here about diversifying, about the longevity of that. So we talked about that. What else do you see that people need to think about to determine if they're ready to explore something like this? Yeah, I mean, think about are you if you're happy with your job and content, then maybe there there is no reason, right, to to maybe invest in a franchise. There are, there are various vehicles. I think with a franchise, it's a piece of it. I I you know I used to work on Wall Street and we talked about diversification, large cap, mid cap, uh, international bonds, fixed income, and you really weren't truly diversified because you were investing that money. Yes, you can buy and or, or sell, but you didn't really control uh, the companies. You, you had really no say. So right. I think as part of a, a diversification, I think uh, you know, there's real estate, there's uh, um, you know owning a, some type of business, whether it's a franchise or not, or both. So I think when, when you're exploring, keeping in mind that with a franchise, you really want the business built for you. And that's key. A franchise is not for someone that wants to buy, you know, get into the business and then recreate the logo, the brand, right. the service offering. There's plenty of autonomy in, in, in running that business, but the, the point of the franchise is, is taking advantage of their system. I always say it gives you that unfair advantage, um, you know, getting up and running in as little as 30 days, depending on what that that service business is. So, so the you know, following the, 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 there's a process to any franchise. So you need to be open to it, you know, to to learning. So as you mentioned before, if you're in the cleaning business and you're looking at a cleaning franchise, are you willing to learn the methods from uh, that, that franchise? And that could be difficult. So maybe that's not the right fit. Maybe there's another, another fit there, but really, you know, the realizing that you're going to have someone supporting you, the system is already built processes in, in, in place for you. That that's a, that's a big part of it. Um, you know, and, and let's face it, you need money for this. So I always tell people there are plenty of funding options. Again, you know, it's not just getting a traditional loan from the bank. Believe it or not, you can, uh, if you qualify, get a retirement rollover, open up mm -hmm. a retirement rollover using um, retirement funds, SBA loans, where you're putting 20 or 30% down on the project cost, uh, loans on your non-retirement investments. We call those security-backed loans. There are so many different options out there, but you need some liquidity, you know, I always say at least 50,000 or more in liquidity, you know, maybe a hundred thousand net worth or, or, or more. And why those numbers? Well, you may not have to put the whole 50 down, but you really need to cover the franchise fee and you need to have a buffer. You need to have money in there. You know, the, the business may not generate profit for the first couple months. Um, you need to make sure you have enough uh, income or I should say enough savings to cover your personal expense. So if you're leaving your job full-time, so let's change sure. we, if we change it completely. Who's paying your mortgage, your rent, and bills? The business needs a little bit of buffer. So that three to six month savings is always good to have to cover these expenses. So it's definitely good to have some some liquidity and, and money aside. But ultimately, you know, the, you're doing this for that advantage. I was not creative. I wanted the business mm -hmm. built for me, and uh, that's why I got into franchising. But not everyone is a good fit for, for franchising. Right. And yeah. I kind of tell people, do you want the business built for you? Or do you want to build that business from scratch? Really figuring that out. And then, you know, whatever, which, whatever path you decide on, uh, we can support you and, and help you throughout the process. Yeah, and you, you're great at working with people to help them assess where they are. You know, I've shared many times, I've shared it with you, previous episodes we've done. I've, I've 
gone from one extreme to the other in my career. So it depends on where you're at. You know, I, my very first business was a franchise. Lots of benefit to that. Then as I got more experience building businesses, I thought, oh, I'll never do a franchise again. I always want to be in full control. Right. But here I am as an investor in a franchise because of the benefits that it brought and it made sense as part of my overall investment portfolio. But that's a perfect example. This franchise that I'm invested in as a minority partner, they had things like a call center functionality or service that there's no way I'd be able to build uh, on my own if I was starting that business from scratch. Yeah. So there's components like that that that, that are available because of the scale that a franchisor can offer. Right. Uh, but I'm glad you touched on the money. You know, so we're not CPAs here. We're not giving anybody financial guidance, but there can also be some tax advantages, again, to help offset some of that W-2 income, right? There, there's some huge, huge advantages, right? So even if your business is not profitable, um, you know, you can write off that W-2 income. There are ways, uh, not, not the entire investment, where you can write off and accelerate that depreciation on uh, company vehicles and equipment and uh, take the entire deduction uh, in that first year. So even if you had no income, no revenue that first year, you can offset your W-2 income, which is a huge benefit um, in, you know, in, in tax savings. So absolutely, yeah. there's ton yeah, tons of benefits. Yeah. The way I look at it is the IRS allows us to make this capital investment that has, for some period of time, a tax advantage. So it's the IRS is allowing us to build an asset but write off the startup expenses of that asset. That's the way I look at it. Just what you can invest in, and for example, a retirement plan. You know, you you have your four hundred one k. I believe the max is uh, twenty three, twenty four thousand a year, where you can open up. Just say, and, and and you're investing in whatever the company allows you to invest in, which is a handful of mutual funds, typically. Right. Right. Um, whereas a, as a, an individual business owner. There's so many more options. I'm not limited to those handful of investments, and I believe the max uh, is triple. You know what you can put in a in a 401k. So there's lots of other benefits, lowering your tax exposure, giving you a lot more flexibility. Um, obviously, if you qualify, you need to qualify right. uh, for those amounts. But lot, lots of advantages. And I always say, if you have specific tax related questions, get on the phone with your, your CPA, and, and they can kind of give you different scenarios. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, tell us, uh, uh, for those of you who have not had a chance to listen to our episodes before, how give us at a high level how it is that you help people through this journey of deciding if a franchise is for them and then selecting a franchise that's a good fit for them. Absolutely. So we don't we don't charge for our service, as I mentioned. The franchisors pay our fees similar to a real estate agent or an executive recruiter. Yeah. You had not um, mentioned that in this. That's, that's such, an important, that. okay. it's a, such an important okay. <laughs> point that I think people do not understand that generally. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're paid from the franchise companies should you decide to buy a franchise. So there's no fee for what we do. And it's again, identical to the executive recruiter or real estate model. Uh, so we jump on a call 20 minutes and I guarantee you in that 20 minutes, you'll learn something. And together we will figure out if a franchise is uh, is a good vehicle is is something uh, worth considering based off of what you're looking to accomplish. So it's personalized. Not everyone that, that has a call do I recommend getting into franchising. We have a first call. The call goes well. We agree to a second. We dive in to the to the the business model. What does the ideal business look like? We look at 
Where are you located? What do you want to keep the investment, uh, you know, a range, rough range? Well, what do your employees look like? And what I mean by that is, are they W-2 employees? Are they contractors? Are they highly skilled? Are they not? Uh, we take a look at your role. Are you going to be full-time or part-time, what we call semi-absentee uh, side hustle in the business? And we take a look at all these different components in the business. What are you doing day to day? And once we figure out after an hour of what the ideal business looks like, I send you a summary. And on our third call, we look at three brands. Now, the three brands that we look at, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've gone back and pre-screened the brands. We made sure they had availability. We've, we've checked to see if, uh, if there were resales in your area. And we make the introductions directly with the brands. So that is a very straightforward. It's, it's really three phone calls, three meetings, and we can have as many in between. And then we work together essentially forever. I have people calling me years down the road after buying Absolutely. a franchise, but we'll we'll make introductions to funding partners to get you qualified for an SBA loan. We'll put you in touch with franchise attorneys if needed to review your franchise agreement. We'll help you narrow down the search of those three brands down to two, eventually down to one, um, helping you, preparing you with with uh, questions you should be asking. So we help you along the uh, the entire process. We'll bring some examples from personal experience from owning businesses. And I try to educate uh, everyone to the point where I don't want you to make some of the mistakes I made. Uh, so I like to share stories as well and uh, you know, put you in touch with anyone um, that's a great fit. In the, in the event, it's not a good fit on that first call, by the way, I, I always forget to mention this. I have uh, 160 plus episodes of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I may come back and say, this is something I, that you may consider in a few years. Right. Maybe you're it's not, just you're not quite ready right now, or you both arrive at that conclusion, but here's how you continue to educate yourself on this, on this subject. Yeah. Yeah. We, we give access to the show, which is free. And then if, if need be, we've made uh, intros. We had uh, an intro with someone that needed some uh, credit repair, you know? So we made an intro to somebody we need, we had someone else that had a, um, that needed some assistance with uh, their LinkedIn profile. They were trying to get a promotion, get the salary up so that they can maybe invest in something in a few years. So we'll make an introduction as well and uh, put together a plan. If the timing isn't right, let's put together a plan. Let, let's keep in touch monthly or every other month until you know we achieve your, uh, we, uh, you get your goals achieved. So you mentioned the consultation, the free consultation. You mentioned the podcast. Let's talk about other resources. And since we're on that topic, let's talk about the book and how do I get my hands on the book? Yeah. So here, here's the book. It's the same title as uh, the podcast, Franchise Freedom. And what I, the reason I created this back in 2020, this is the, guys, this, this is literally the exact blueprint I used to buy my first two franchises. I wrote out exactly what I did, the team I built, which includes the attorneys, the CPAs, the financial advisors, all the people involved in the business. I also recommend talking, you know, including everyone that's involved in your decision-making process. If, uh, if you're married, if you're not married, whoever's involved in the household, uh, being involved in the process, letting them know what's going on. But this is the, the, uh, the book is literally the exact blueprint uh, that I put together that I, I share. There's no cost for it. It's actually for everyone listening in, you can go directly on my website, which is, which is my initials because my name is hard to spell. So it's GG thefranchiseguide.com forward slash H-O-B for you know the uh, uh, how of business is so just H-O-B. And that'll go right to my, my book download page where you'll get access to the full book, a digital copy. And if, if you want a hard copy, it's, it's listed on Amazon. But this book literally will guide you through. It's exactly a 30-minute read. So if you're not ready to chat, 
I'd encourage you to read that book, all of 30 minutes. And then um, I'll be more than glad to, uh, to answer any questions you have on the book. Yeah, excellent. And I'm going to have a link to that page as well. So if you if you can quickly go to the howabusiness.com show notes page for this episode, and I'll have a link in the notes. So wherever you're listening to this episode, or even on YouTube, there'll be a link in there to go right to the show notes page. And then I'll have a link there to Giuseppe's page as well. The other thing they can find there is a recording of a great workshop that you have as well. There's another opportunity to learn about this, right? Yeah, we so we created a workshop uh, similar to today's topic, but really talking about the differences between having a job, employment versus uh, the actual being the employer and the risks associated with one source of income mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know non-diversifying your assets via a, a 401k that is managed by someone else. Uh, where your career is also, um, you know, up to your manager, your managers above you. So we we kind of break it down that there are also risks and, and better ways to be prepared. We talk about the, the, um, the idea of creating a safety net. So for someone that's not big on uh, reading or just prefers more of a visual, you can take a look at the uh, the workshop, which is right on the uh, ggthefranchiseguide.com, uh, right on the top of that page. And uh, that'll kind of walk you through a 22-minute workshop of employee versus employer, the differences and how to go about starting, you know, really figuring out uh, if a franchise may or may not be a good fit. Yeah. Perfect for this topic, this focus of this episode that we're calling uh, franchise side hustle. You know, when I think back about, as I mentioned, my very first business in 1991 was a franchise. And even though I had uh, continued in my career for another 10 years after that, very successful career was in software sales and marketing, making very good money. For me, it was very good money. And but it gave me that that security, that knowledge, and that relief that at least over here I'm building something that's for me, that's my wealth. Right. And yeah, I'm taking advantage of the money and the benefits that I'm making now. And I enjoyed my my career. But I felt, Giuseppe, I enjoyed it that much more because I knew that I had something on the side that I was building at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people want something else, right? There, there's something missing, I guess, is the common theme. It's something missing. I'm, I'm, I like my job, but I don't have flexibility to see my mm -hmm. son. My, my, my son plays high school uh, soccer. And I, how do you leave at 3.30 in the middle of the day to watch a game? You know, And, and that's, that's difficult to do, even though you like your job. But uh, if you need to be in the office and you report to someone, so I, absolutely, I, I get it. And it's not just about money. Time is, the I, I would say the last couple of years, time is what comes up most. I want to make good money, but I want flexibility. And uh, I think uh, I tell everyone, I don't just talk about it. I always say I became a soccer coach. I, I you know was teaching the kids. My daughter played for just one season, but my son continued and I haven't missed a soccer game. So it's these, it's these things. You just mark yourself off the calendar. You have no one else to report to. Um, it's um, it's a joy. And, and I just, I love what I do. I love empowering people with that info. You don't need to be a millionaire. You don't need to know tons of people. It's really just, th these are kind of, this is, this is the lay of the land. This is what exists out there. And um, if you rule yourself out and feel like it's not a good fit, at least you educated yourself. At least you, right. yeah, you don't have this. that regret, right? You don't have that regret later in life. That's right. That's right. And listen, we're not trying to force anybody into this. Like you said, there's plenty of people that you talk to. There's just not not the right timing for them. So you 
and you'll do that, but then you want to work with people who are ready to take this commitment. It will be scary sometimes because if you've never done it before, it our our perception of risk goes ways up, way up. But that's again why a franchise makes a lot of sense. Why Giuseppe as your consultant makes a lot of sense to guide you through this process because it will be a process. All right, one last question and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I often get the question, or even I think, at what point in the journey is it best to contact you? It really, it actually, there, there really is no point any, any at any time. Some people just want to dive right in and, and um, it's, it's really, it, it comes down to your time um, and during the week. So I, my hours are, are typically nine to five. And if someone uh, before reading the book wants to just have a chat and uh, maybe have, instead of investing, maybe all the time uh, reading the book and, and, and other things, they just want to jump on the call, then, then jump on the call. Some people prefer yeah. to to read the book. So yeah. there's really no no point. I'm, I'm always available. And as I mentioned, it's not one of those, well, you're not qualified and you get an email. I still set up the call um, and and say, not that you're not qualified, maybe not ready. So right now, it, it's not right now. It's the right. same thing I tell people. It's not that you won't do this. It's just maybe you need to slow down or you need to do these things first. Like you said, maybe it's get my credit together. Maybe it's get some savings together, uh, whatever it might be. Or, you know, right now you're traveling 100%. Well, maybe that's not going to be realistic or or your spouse is not quite on board. But right. Giuseppe will help you kind of think through those things. And then it could be a year from now or six months from now that you're ready. Yeah. And, and we and we stay in touch and yeah. uh, you'll get emails from me. You'll get the podcast. But if you if I give everyone kind of a, a homework assignment, something to think about. And this is with someone that contacts me. It's the same homework assignment. But first off, get your finances in order, meaning mm -hmm. just get get them and, and figure out what's your home worth? What, what's your your mortgage? How much liquidity? What are your expenses? You know, get that all cleaned up and organized. Um, and then and a, just a piece of paper, figure out what what life looks like. Not, not just, you know, in, in the very beginning stages, there's a lot going on with the business and setup, but what does life look like? What are you doing? Where are you living you know, what does the ideal business look like? For, forget about the money, forget about the flashy things yeah. that you see, but ultimately, is it working from home in your pajamas and not traveling to meetings? Is it, um, you know, working Monday to Friday and nothing, you know, nothing on the weekends? You know, what is the ideal business? Does it have, you know, 100 employees or none? And once you, you kind of map that out, that is a phenomenal starting point, in my opinion, because now you have, there's a path there. We've prioritized what's important to you. And uh, from there, we will help you find, you know, what exists, what is available uh, in your market. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, let's wrap it up. The last question I always ask is one thing you want us to take away from the conversation. So considering, again, if I'm someone who's in the corporate world or some other job, it doesn't have to be corporate, but in a job, and I'm not necessarily ready for whatever combination of reasons to let go of that job, but I want to start building something on the side, a side hustle, a franchise side hustle. What what's what do you want to stick away from this conversation about that? Yeah, you know, life life is short, and um, you know, it's I see a lot of people. What if I should have? And and they're just full of regrets. So my my takeaway is, you know, have have that why and the reason you're doing this, and and truly bet on yourself. Give yourself the chance to get educated. Contact doesn't have to be me. There's other franchise consultants, but speak to someone. You know, before ruling something out, get educated truly bet on yourself. And, um, you know, I, 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 I always say, you know, life is short. So, you know, if you can be, you know, unsuccessful or miserable at a, at a job, why not, you know, take, take that risk and, and truly, you know, get educated and look into a business. So, 
Um, I say bet on yourself, go for it, um, at least educate it so that there's no regrets later on in life. And the timing will never be perfect. No. Right. You know, you, you, when you start off, you have young children, there's, there's commitments as they get older, they move out the house, but do you want to start a business later on in life? Do you want to, you know, when there's, there's never a perfect time. So no. you make the time, the investment with me is, and and maybe due diligence is maybe an hour a week up to two or three hours, depending on how many companies. So if you truly can't make that time available, then maybe a, a business is going to be difficult. But if you can just structure your day and, and really just uh, get educated on the process and learn, um, there's no regrets. At least you can say, I looked into it and decided I, it wasn't for me, or I decided and this changed my life. So um, so I, uh, I offer, that's why I offer this call to anyone that's uh, listening in. Yeah. Great stuff. So listen, if you, if you've been listening to this episode thus far, then this was of interest to you, either that, or you just have, you know, fallen in love with mine and Giuseppe's voice, which could be part of it as well. <laughs> Certainly not our sense of humor. It's no, bad. That's true. <laughs> but if you've been listening this far, take, take this next step, go to the howabusiness.com, go to the show notes page for this episode. Again, look for a link directly to that page in the notes, wherever you're listening to this episode. I'll have a link to Giuseppe's page where you can find all of these resources, including what you'll find there is the link to schedule this free consultation with Giuseppe. If you don't feel like you're quite ready, then consume that content. Listen to his podcast. Again, Giuseppe is my preferred uh, and only trusted affiliate partner for franchises. I've been working with Giuseppe now. I've had the pleasure of working with him for, I think, going on three years now. He actually helped me a couple of years ago when I was looking pretty heavy at a franchise. I decided not to move forward with it, but he was my consultant for that. So he's who I trust for this. So the, I vouch for him uh, person-wise, and that's important to me. Uh, so I would, I would not have him as a trusted partner or otherwise. Uh, so having said that, Giuseppe, another great conversation we shared, I think, a lot of good information for somebody who's in that situation that is looking for perhaps a franchise side hustle. Thanks again for taking the time and sharing with me today. Thanks, Henry. I had a blast as always. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, this is Henry Lopez. And thanks again for joining me on this episode of The How of Business. My guest again today is Giuseppe Gramatico. We release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts including our YouTube channel and at thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.